no one ever looks down at their phone and says, F this person. They just yeah, don't. They they for sure. they might they might look down and people do this to me all the time and they pick up and they say it out loud and they'll say, Wow, I, I honestly thought you butt dialed me. I get that a lot. Welcome to Sup Babe, your one-stop shop for stories, trends, and PSAs so you can live your best life. I'm your host, DJ Rosé, but you can call me Nicole. I'm a serial entrepreneur, fashion lover, and music addict. I'm like Cher from Clueless, but with a little more brains and a little less blonde. Uh, I'm your co-host today. You can call me Marshall. I'm a former banker, current content creator, and sports fanatic. I think I'm kind of like Logan from Gilmore Girls, but maybe a little nicer. <laughs> I'm rewatching Gilmore Girls right now, so that's an awesome new reference. Totally dig it. It's a good quarantine, like, I'm about to fall asleep vibe. There's nothing overly stressful about it. Like, they can be yes. fighting and screaming at each other, and you can still pass the fuck out. For sure. And it's like, it once again, my tween obsession. And I don't know, the the mom and the daughter just have an enviable relationship, right? That we just all wish we had. They're like besties. Uh, I am thinking that I, I, upon rewatching it, Rory is extremely annoying. Extremely annoying and self-destructive. And it's getting to the point that it's, by season six, it's so hard to watch her make these decisions that are like not emotionally sound and hurt herself. Anyway, yeah. I, I'm, I'm clearly too invested in Gilmore Girls. <laughs> You're very invested Woo! in Gilmore Girls. <laughs> That's actually not what we came here to chat about today, but you guys know Marshall is our in-house media expert, so this is kind of like a natural digression for us. But what we're really talking about today is how to virtually network like a pro. So what's funny is Marshall and I are a virtual networking success story. Is that fair to say, Marshall? I think that we are the most important virtual networking success story. <laughs> You're one of my best <laughs> friends. I love you. I feel love for you. Is that is that crazy? I love you so much. No, not crazy at all. I totally interrupted you at your dinner on Friday night and you actually responded. Like your poor girlfriend is like, who is this Nicole girl? No, just kidding. Her and Madison and I are friends. We're down. Um, no, we, but we really are because people, even sub babe squad members have written in and said that they love you and I, they think you've known each too. other for a long time. You love them too, for sure. It's like a big love fest over here. Um, but people think that you and I've known each other for years. Like sometimes I, I listen back to the episodes too and I'm like, wow, this chemistry is a lot. We also really went from, we went from zero to 60, but on top of that, it wasn't just that we had great rapport, but you and I very much pick up the phone and just call each other to like yep. bounce ideas and just shoot the shit and talk about our personal lives. Like it, it became like, nope, this is just a personal friendship and it's great that we can do work stuff together. But we like our souls were like mint. mint. And I think also you and I were both at the same time going through a lot of transition, right? You know, you had, I mean, I'd love to just, if you don't mind sharing a little with our squad about your personal situation, like you had just left a full-time job thinking you're going to live the dream, figure out your next step and have fun in February. And then COVID yeah. hits a month later in March and you're like, okay, maybe I do need like a plan a little bit sooner and you know, this is weird. So can you fill us in? Sure. And I won't pretend like it's, it is generally successful. I have generally been successful during this time. So the, the, 
although the trajectory, I know people can't see my hands, the trajectory is kind of upward. It is very up and down. Like it is a, if you, if you made a trend line, it would be up, but there, there have been plenty of down moments. And Nicole has been on the receiving end of phone calls <laughs> at, at all hours during some of those down moments. So I left my job as a director of strategy and venture investing at Warner Media um, right before COVID. That was on my own volition. I don't know that I would have made the same decision knowing how long this was going on, right. but it gave me this opportunity um, because I, I was interviewing for a bunch of jobs. I was going to take something new, maybe something more focused on investing, and the job market dried up. I mean, we're, we're in a historically bad job market and a tremendous economic recession and a lot of people um and i i'm kind of going off topic but a lot of people look at the stock market and they're like the stock market's up the stock market's up this is not an economic recession for sure unemployment is, is at a historical high millions and millions of people are not working they're taking an unemployment check and they're taking themselves out of the job market because they have a check coming in week to week for sure but that's you- that's ended that's already ended and when the and the senate has not come up with a plan on what to do for future unemployment and i will say this too we have an episode coming out with a financial expert on why, like, you know, just everything, your money mindset right now, how to think about saving, but really why the stock market and the economy are so uncorrelated right now, which is sure. absolutely wild. So what you're saying is totally resonating with me. Yeah. And anyway, we, we have a we have a city that you and I both love and love living in that neither of us live in right now with over 15,000 empty apartments. So there's... there. I, I was at a loss and I reassessed and I said, what is it that I, if I had time and wasn't paying rent, um, what would I do with my, my time in my life? And it was, it was make content yep. in all and every single form. So I've produced one successful movie, which I did pre COVID and I decided to start the show and the show has served as an amazing, you know, my show is called what to do with Marshall. You can follow me. You can watch the show three times a week. It's at Marshall Sandman. Um, We've been raising money for uh, an organization called Harlem Grown that's feeding at-risk kids in New York City that normally get a government-subsidized meal from their schools. Um, I love that. But but apart from just being for a good cause, and, and I'm fortunate that I didn't have to take advertising money because I'm living at my parents' house in North Carolina, it's been this unbelievable networking opportunity. I've done 65 shows, and of those 65 people, and not that you know any of them aren't my friend— I probably have 20 people that I can pick up the phone and really call. And Which have, is so and cool. Like, how cool is that? You were in a total different job. You would have never talked to all these different people and from different walks of life. A lot of them are content creators, other performers. I mean, it's really a, a mix of unique individuals that are doing cool shit, right? I mean, that was the whole concept. And, and it has led to some things I would have never expected. It has led to venture investment opportunities. It has led to me writing and finishing two television scripts, two very different television scripts, both of which I'm in the process of pitching to studios. Um, I am looking for a regular you know, nine to five job that sends me a paycheck every two weeks. But even that job has changed because of the new people I've gotten a chance to meet. So I know we're you, um, you know, we've all sort of come a long way and your business has come a long way since we started. And we have to sort of re- really reassess not just um, what makes us, you know, financially viable human beings, but what makes us happy and how right. to create tent poles that lead us towards that. And for me, virtual networking is the f- was always the first tent pole. It was how many more people do I? You know to what's meet? funny too? 
I feel like I am actually networking more now virtually than I was pre-COVID. I mean, obviously, I would meet people at events that I DJ'd and whatnot, but I would be busy, you know? And when you're at work, it's like, think about this, Marshall. You're at Time Warner, and you're in a spreadsheet, and you're in Excel trying to model something, and people come up to you, and they're like, hey, how's it going? Tell me about yourself. And you're like, seriously, yeah. fuck off. You know what I mean? So that would be me when I'm DJing an event. I'm, my head's in the game. I'm so focused on creating an ambiance, a vibe for hundreds if not a thousand you know it could be thousands of people at a trade show whatever that it's it's hard to really make an authentic connection when you're working that much and then when you do go out you're like tired right it's like a birthday yeah. it's kind of like an obligation you're not going to miss it because you know what it's like in new york you got a million friends you try to keep up with you try to keep all the balls in the air not very easy to keep all the balls in the air <laughs> i never no. know where all the balls are <laughs> it's a whole different story <laughs> I would say that that oh, leads God. me to the first thing that I have written here. Cause I, I, I know that you have a list of, um, and we'll do our best not to overlap with each other, but the first, you know, how to network virtually be intentional as you look out to the people that you want to talk to have a reason that you want to talk to them. Don't just talk to them because you think that they are a generally successful person. The best conversations I've had, um, or with people, and it you know it, it goes both ways. I I obviously have done a lot of things in my career, so I give a lot of advice. The best conversations yeah. I have, where I'm willing to do more for that person, is because they got on the phone and they knew what the hell they wanted from me. I think that's one of my really important important points too, Marshall. You are you are right. You're a giver. Um, you, I think so natural givers, you know, I, I bet Madison, your girlfriend would agree. Um, but natural givers, (laughs) I feel like, I know that was a delayed laugh, but I'm glad that you got it. It took me a second. Natural givers are great at networking. So I think all of us should try to be more of a connector ourselves because connectors get connected. So for me, even when I've connected somebody five times and they've never connected me, if, if a neuron fires in my brain that says these two people need to know each other I set it up it only takes five minutes to set people up over email or dm or text okay and whether or not they that it comes back it doesn't matter it comes back in another way you can't look at it like that it's not like a tit for tat thing but for instance I just did a podcast collab with the big move podcast she's now my friend this girl m very cool influencer like we've bonded over zoom and one of my best friends moved to london and i could just i was literally just staring at her and i was like you even look like nina like you feel like nina your vibe is like nina and i connected them and guess what they went out for drinks all the way over in london during covid last week and texted me that they had the time of their life and that you know they're so grateful and I'm not there. I want those girls to make new friends. And that's just a friend example. Obviously, I do a lot of that in business settings too. But No, but it's it's all important. I will say that you and I probably should plan an episode where we just talk about friend jealousy, where we just do 30 minutes on people having a problem of, well, I set you up with that person, so you have to include me in all their plans. We're not, we're not going to do that today. But um, we, Yeah, we're not going to do that today. But we both have uh, horror stories. Um. <laughs> my 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 second one here, and I think this is one of yours, so I'm sorry to step on your toes, is go broad. Go broad. Like, really, like, sp- the worst thing someone can do is say no or ignore you. They are, like, that. that's just the case. And I and I, I think about that for my, my show all the time. I've had 65 shows. I've reached out to at least 650 people to do my, my 
65 shows. Shut up. Oh, yeah. Your hit rate is one and it's 10%. Which is great. Yeah, no, that's good. That's great. Okay. Um, wow, that's a lot of outreach. I'm I'm like calling the interns right now. I'm like, you guys need to know. And, and I write, and I don't just copy, I don't just copy and paste. And I mean, this, this is a very important thing is, Yes, some of it can be copy and pasted, the about you, whatever. Sure, the about the I company. Write, of those 650 notes, I bet you that I've written, I bet you 500 of them are completely unique. Where I sat down, I had a thought about someone that I felt passionately about. I think about um, Clark Duke, the really geeky kind of, um, sorry if he's listening, um, pudgier <laughs> guy from uh, from The Office and from Room 104 and from a new movie called Arizona. And There's I feel like a lot passion- of secret nerds, so it's okay. I'm a secret yeah, nerd. I'm a secret nerd, and, and he's... And I read, I read, because I wrote a passionate note, he's going to, he has a better chance of responding to me. That's the exact same thing that's true on LinkedIn. It's the exact same thing when you go to your alumni base. When you write a personal note, it absolutely comes across and it keeps you from making stupid mistakes. I love that. I think, I mean, Marshall, by the way, just like kudos, because I'm so impressed by your creative output. I know, you know, we did, we used to do Sup Babes um, three times a week. So I fully know how much effort, how much work that is. So seriously, like very impressed with that. I think you're right too. So what's really interesting, and in my experience, I learned like from starting Rosé Rockers, my headphone company, I think what you're saying with Go Broad is that your primary network may not be the place that you find the most opportunities or connections because those people are so similar to you that they look at a lot of the same opportunities or maybe that you guys even know so many people in common, like your college crew or your besties in New York or whatever, like you guys already hear about the same things. But those people's friends, your secondary network, more distant connections, that's where things really start to get interesting. And those people too... You know, it's it's almost easier for somebody who's more distant to help you. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And and it Absolutely. creates a new connection for both parties. And there's always a way. Like if you think about it, there's always a way to add value when you ask for something or to add value and then ask for something even better. Boom. Do that. You really don't know what you're going to get out of a conversation before you get on the phone with someone. You should have some expectation of what you want to get out of it and what you'd like to give out of it. And I, I do, yep. and and you do the, you do a great job of this all the time. But also because you have interns that want to suck the knowledge out of you every single day. <laughs> and I, and and I, I have had interns and analysts and people that went that went to my um to my alma mater, uh, Cornell. And have you heard of it? Um, <laughs> And I, I get, I get on the phone every single time and, and Madison makes the comment. My parents make the comment because they've heard it for months and months. I give the same level of energy every single freaking time I get on the phone because it's really important. You don't know where it's going to go. And you and I are such a perfect example of that. We just are like, we didn't know when we did like a silly show, we were making cocktails and just chit chatting and shooting the shit with each (laughs) other that like we would talk the next day and the next day and the next day. And that was fucking March. It's it's almost Labor Day and we're here and we have also provided all sorts of not a part of this conversation, but create a value to one another that we For sure. That, that I think and it's advice that because we were not close friends that we were able to give to each other because some of it was tough to hear. And it was more comfortable, right? It's sometimes it's comfortable having someone who's a friend, but also sort of a business associate. That's maybe you've done a few things I haven't done. I've done a few things you haven't done and our careers are similar, right? We're both content creators. We're both hosting shows right now. And that was just such a perfect synergy for us. And like, I mean, honestly, Marshall, like your friendship has kept me 
not losing not from losing my mind over covid Aww. like seriously because it's it's Nicole. it's been nice to know that you can build new connections in this cuz i'm someone who really thrives like you said it's an energy exchange right so like bringing that energy to each and every person that you meet and when you and i both did that we were like oh we're Absolutely. kindred spirits like it's on lock like we're we're like siblings i don't know how you want to put it uh, i would say so so i would say the the other thing that is also is important here, and I and this is somewhere in my list, but I don't know if it is. I don't know if it's time for this, but you're a good example of this. Is also stay in touch. I don't know if I I don't have your list in front of me, and I keep no, I'm 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 yeah. stomping on your toes. But when people reach out one time, you might miss it. Like you, as the person that sometimes is is giving value, you might miss it. There's nothing wrong with the second and the third email. There just isn't. There isn't, honestly, if they're not responding, there's nothing wrong with the fourth email. You obviously need to be thoughtful and considerate and make sure that eventually, let's say that person, you know, the wall breaks down and you get on the phone with them, you better be ready to deliver. But um, for me with my show, for me with my producing, for me with my scripts, especially with my scripts, because making people sit down and read read something that's going to take them an hour is pretty much impossible. That's tricky. Um, and you want to be yeah. really respectful of their time because like, like, what if, and also people listening right now, like you, you might assume that my scripts suck. Like that's how most people in Hollywood like look at that type of thing. Staying in touch and reminding yeah. someone gently that you want to talk to them, that you have a, a specific ask for them is a really good way to get something done. For sure. So gently staying in touch. I definitely think so too. And so another thing that I do that I think really has helped me to feel more connected and stay in touch with more people is it's, I call it like my own personal inbound marketing strategy, <laughs> right? Like so that. what that is, I mean, really though, I'm like my own little marketing agency over here. So it's like, that can include things like Instagram posts, blog posts, um, email blasts, right? So that when other people see that content, maybe I said something that resonated with them. So someone I haven't talked to in a year is actually reaching out to me and saying, hey, I have this idea for the podcast. Hey, I want to do this campaign with you. Hey, could you come DJ this event whenever the fuck that happens again? But do you, you get what I'm saying, right? It's like, so instead of everything having to be outreached by you creating content that resonates with people or that adds some type of value or that is just really honest and authentic and raw yeah. right now people might even just reach out to you and you're like oh shit that will spark my memory like I never got back to that person or, or I wanted to have them on the show or whatever and then boom a whole collaboration can build from the, there that's a very good point it's a it's a little bit unique to us right like as people that are putting out content the the way that I would translate that for if you're like you know, if you're in finance and you lost your job during COVID and you're like trying to figure out how you are going to get into marketing, for example, because you think finance sucks, which it kind of does. Um, <laughs> having having done a lot of it, it's not that much fun. Um, leads me to my, my next piece of, of, of virtual networking, which is important all the time. Stay organized. Okay, so then you're going to have to stop and tell us because like I do, I do find that part of it hard and I'm very fucking type A, so... Share the secrets, Marshall. Okay, so so I do, I do two things, and they're both really, really okay. easy. I keep an Excel spreadsheet of people's names with their contact information. Obviously, obvious, easy. And you update when and you I reached out and all that stuff. I, I do. Um, that actually gets complicated because then you start doing this, like, I reached out then and then then and then then and whatever. All I do is I update the color of their name, whether it's in their court or in my court, or if it's dormant. Just three colors. It's literally just a green, yellow, red of... Do I need to reach out to them? Like, is like, is it something I need to be doing? Is it something they need to be doing? And then have, have they just not responded to me? Mm -hmm. And 
and in that way, when you just scan down the list, you can, let's say you're sitting there and I, and this happens to me all the time where you and I are both so busy all the freaking time. And when you have a minute to yourself, you're like, well, I felt like I had a million things to do five seconds ago, but why don't I, why can't I think of any of those things right now? When you open up that list, yeah, it becomes very apparent to say, I just see these five colors. That's five text messages, three text messages and two emails. That's really easy. And number two, because a lot of times people aren't, don't want to be organizing Excel because it feels like it creates anxiety to open an Excel spreadsheet. People just feel that way. Um, I do the exact same thing as a note in my phone. Yeah, I was going to say, I actually, I use drafts in Gmail to help yeah. me, remind me. I mean, like, I even do this with friends I'm supposed to call back because on busy work There's days, nothing wrong with that. That's I'll a great thing miss to do. It. Yeah, and then that way, when I'm just chilling over the weekend on a walk with Little Disco, I'm like, oh, shit, here are my three girls I haven't called back, and I can do that because I, I never want to... It's a weird time right now, right? But I don't want to lose contact with my friends. Like, I love my friends, you know? So... And it, and it's really it's really really hard. Don't beat your. I mean, this is a different conversation that you and I have had before. But you don't beat yourself up when it when you need a to do list to call some of your friends back. You're not seeing them every day. Our lives are very bizarre, and you don't yep. know um, that secondary friend that's not quite in your friend group. You don't know what the, you know, sort of thing they might be able to offer you. That sounds a little bit social climbing and job climbing, but. We're all out here kind of working for ourselves right now. We're all having our own sort of like specific struggle and using your network to alleviate some of that and figure out your job stuff or figure out your next job stuff because you've realized while you've been working remote that your current job that you're in isn't exactly working for you. Go back to those people that, that you went to the beach with two summers ago and just say, hey, how's it going? No one ever looks down at their phone and says, F this person. They just yeah. don't. They they sure. they might they might look down and people do this to me all the time and they pick up and they say it out loud and they'll say, Wow, I, I honestly thought you butt dialed me. I get that a lot. <laughs> I get that absolutely all the time. Like, oh, I thought this was a butt dial. I was like, no, I love that dial. you're just- a caller. No, I love that about you, Marshall. You're old school. You're not afraid to pick up the phone and just get on and chat, have an old school chat at whatever time of day. And I think there's so much value in that. Like I have dated guys that have like never called me. Okay, if we've slept together and you haven't called me, something is probably wrong. Shame on me. (laughs) Uh, Maybe a little bit shame on you. I, I I guess, I guess our our next episode will just have to be about dating and and managing people because that is, um, if you've touched genitalia, you should be able to pick up the phone and call somebody. Period. I mean, I think I could call. That's the rule. Some of them, but I don't know. They're just not going to call me. They're not callers. I don't know. I think I like a caller. I think I want a caller. Well, you're you're so funny because you you and I will text four times, literally four times, and I call you. I'm like, that's good. No, for sure. I would have called you last weekend, but you were literally sitting at the dinner table, and I was like, oh my god, please stop texting me because I don't want your girlfriend to not like me. I want her to allow me, <laughs> yeah. to be in the room with you kids. Um, well, that, okay, that so- was a particularly funny one because I usually I usually will find a time to shoot a text during dinner, which I know that I shouldn't. This is not the point of today's episode, but we were at a restaurant in Portland, Maine, where we'd put our name on the list three different times. And one time they lost our name off the list. We waited three and a half hours and then came back to the restaurant, lost it, like no recollection. And I'm a little bit of a hothead. Second time we put our name on the list on Resi, apparently two different wait lists. Uh, When we got when we got there for three hours, it was an additional two hours. So once we finally sat down that third time and you texted, I that was I had to had to put the phone down and take in the meal. It was called Even Tide. Really delicious. I wish it had sucked. I wanted it to suck. You're a foodie. I love food food too. Okay, I have I have a couple I have a couple more here. Um, uh, this one is this is like a big DJ Rose 
mantra, but think creatively. Yeah, for sure. I mean, so here's one example. I was going to say this too. It's like, you know, Instagram is your friend with this. Like you can search for people on hashtags. And if you do, you know, like your example of the finance guy who left finance and wants to get into marketing, he could start creating more content around marketing or talking about his love of it or whatever mm-hmm. in the captions of the photos and hash use some hashtags or use the hashtags to reach out to people. And here's a great trick that I learned recently. When you send somebody a DM, if you say, hi, Marshall, they're not going to have any fucking clue what your note is about. But if you say podcast opportunity or opportunity to come on new show or something mm-hmm. that is catchy, maybe an emoji up in there. That's going to more likely garner a response. Am I right? What about just like a tongue emoji? Just the like like full tongue sticking out kind of sexual emoji. <laughs> Can I make tongue noises so, on the show? Um, does that yeah, work? Yeah, but okay, we're talking about business, aren't we? I guess I so. I mean, that might work I, for a dating situation. Um, if, you're, if you don't want – first of all, I think, I think that's really good. Instagram should be your tool for networking too, and I think that falls into the realm of think creatively. I think if you're thinking creatively about every industry and you're – um, if you were working at Boeing and you were the person that checked on the, the last piston of the engine before it went out, but what you really want to be doing is um, working at NetJets. Uh, just using Instagram to figure out what the people are like that work there because you stalk them on LinkedIn, then you stalk mm-hmm. them on Instagram. And then when you finally get them on the phone, you have something to say about them. All this stuff falls in the realm of think creatively. Going broad is about thinking creatively. Giving value giving value, and taking value is about thinking creatively. Um, staying organized. Yeah, um, we said that. That's a good one for sure. Is, is about thinking creatively. Like these, these are all, they all fall into the same bucket. So I, maybe that's a good one to end on. I think that's a great one to end on. If you guys like this episode, clearly we could keep going. So <laughs> literally just let us know and we will be back, honey, with so much more on how to network like a pro from the comfort of your home. Um, thank you for coming on, Marshall. Thank Girls, you for having if you me. loved what you heard today, please subscribe and hit five stars. Leave us a little comment if you've got an extra second. We're a new show. We appreciate it oh so much. You can add us on Instagram at SupBabePod, at DJ Nicole Rose, and at Marshall Sandman. It's S A N D M A N. Did I get that right? Perfect. <laughs> We hope we brightened your day, but that's all for now. Don't forget to tune in Mondays and Wednesdays at 7 a.m. to Suppy, your one-stop shop for living your best life. 